This is Grown Up With Kids, the parenting and marriage podcast that gives a weekly dose of encouragement, wisdom, and humor for people trying their best to live, love, and laugh more with their families. Thanks for joining us. Hey, hey, today we talk about taking our kids on dates. Also, how sometimes we fart on camera. Podcast. Hey, David. Hey, Rachel. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm decent. Fair decent. To, fair to Midland. It's the most decent, fine thing you could yeah, say. Decent. I'm fine. Um, I need to ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, this is like sort of a was I the jerk situation? Oh, possibly. I love these questions. <laughs> I think it'll be encouraging to you as a parent. <laughs> and maybe to our listeners. Um... So it was like end of the day, kind of like kids are supposed to be going upstairs. I'm doing dishes. I set a timer on our digital assistant, (laughs) her Alexa, Um, and I'm doing whatever. One of our childs comes downstairs. The alarm on the Alexa goes off while he's down here, and he, before I can do anything, Tells the alarm to stop. (laughs) Which, he's trying to be helpful. Yeah. But my first reaction was to turn around and be like, can I turn off the alarm? (laughs) Can I (laughs) do anything on my own with autonomy without you? Interesting question. I didn't realize how frustrating having a digital assistant would be with children. <laughs> In what way? And why does this make you a jerk? Well, I did snap at him. Like I was oh. like, "Can I do this, please?" And so, so we think about that. Was was it out of line to sort of get frustrated and yeah. snap at him about it? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I just didn't realize our kids were going to interrupt us while we're talking to it. Right. Or, or talk over us to it. Yes. That's my biggest pet peeve is when we are trying to give a command, like say, add something to the shopping list. And then they start adding Legos, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. Like they, they can't help themselves but be rude. It's incredible. It's incredible. The other one is they come down. It's playing music. Someone's in the room <laughs> listening to said music. And they're like, Alexa, and stop. No, they don't say stop. They go, Alexa, play X, Y, or Z. Like, right. I don't like this song. Let's play a different song. <laughs> Can you imagine being a kid and walking across the room and like changing the record <laughs> on the record player? Are you that old? Did you have records? We did have records. We did too. Okay. Um, no, I can't. I can't. I can't fathom a world where I would dominate what we listen to on a radio or on an Alexa or whatever. It yeah. is incredible. Someone's not parenting those kids well. <laughs> it's us. It's probably me. It's us. We're not. We. Sh- I mean, like, it is frustrating. I do feel like we have said, like, hey, you should know that this is rude. Good thing you're learning it here because someone else might punch your lights out. You know? Like, we've addressed it with them. But somehow it doesn't get through. Like, the world is their oyster, and they have everything on demand, and so they just demand it, and then everything happens for them. 
Do you think they're going to have Alexas or something, the equivalent, when they go to college? Oh, I'm sure. I don't really know, actually. I, I mean, my father has told me about how when he went to college, which would have been in the late 60s, they had one phone for the dorm. Right. And then by the time I got there in the 90s, everybody had a computer. We did still actually have a landline. Yeah. I didn't have a cell phone in college. But I just, it would have been inconceivable that you would have, to me, that you'd have like some little speaker that you talk to. But maybe by the time they get there, they will. And then they'll fight with their roommates over that, speaking of being rude. Yeah, no joke. Or they'll just set alarms for each other at horrendous times. (laughs) You could have a lot of fun, actually, with that. I know. It brings hazing to a whole new level, I suppose, when you have, like, speakers that can join in the fun. I remember we watched um, Us, that uh, Jordan Peele movie. Yeah. And there's a great usage of um, I Got Five on it. Is that the rap song? Yes. Um, from the 90s. And he, it's a different sort of arrangement of it that's pretty spooky. Yeah. And I remember one time we had an Alexa on our front porch, and it was 10 o'clock at night, and you were talking to a friend just yes. sitting out there. Oh, my God, I do Candle remember. lit, was... and I just started playing that. I flipped my lid. I was so freaked out. You hear that bass line or whatever, and it's pretty scary. Especially right after we saw that movie. I freaked out. And yeah, yeah Alexa can be scary. <laughs> Alexa and, can be scary. And also doesn't really propel the manners in our house forward. Yeah. A lot. It's, it's an opportunity, Rachel. It's so, an opportunity. Oh, that's a nice way to say it. <laughs> so here's what I want to talk to you about today. Yeah, tell me. Um, this was a fun thing you did, and this is not new, although it's been a while just because of our life and our kids' age. And because we were in a pandemic. Yes. But there was a stage when our kids were maybe five to seven yeah. where you did this more often uh, where you would essentially have them take you on a date, right? Yeah. Is that how yeah. you describe it? Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of what the name of this podcast should be, and dating your kids is date probably night not. with mom, <laughs> dating your kids. It's probably not the appropriate way, so maybe teaching never, your kids to date. Never I don't kiss know. on the first date. Oh, wait. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> so you wanted want to have some alone time with one of our kids this week. Um, and he wanted to do something in particular. He well, wanted to see a movie with you. Right. That was one of the sweet things is that he received some gift certificates to the movies for two tickets to the movies, and he came downstairs one day and was like the sweetest ever and asked me on a date, and I was like, yeah. I mean, I don't know what that – we we haven't done this in a long time, you yeah. know, but it, it's great practice. So he asked me on a date, and then we – I kind of like – didn't know when. Anyway, we went last night, and it was so great. Yeah. So I'll tell my part of it, which is the very small part of it, and then you can tell all about it or, you know, what, what yeah, you yeah. like about it, what, yeah. what, what works for it. So I went to his room maybe an hour before you were supposed to go and told him, one, he needed to wear a collared shirt. <laughs> so he got all dressed up. As, and so I said, cute. you need to wear deodorant. <laughs> maybe even comb your hair. I don't think he did that, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, and then you need, you know, he needs to go find you and he had had to tell you what time you guys were going to go out. Uh huh. And then I told him he needed to pay for you. Uh huh. Uh, right. So I this time funded that, but (laughs) he was in charge of making all the arrangements and asking you if you wanted popcorn (laughs) and the whole deal. Um, and so sort of just set him up on like, 
you need to take care of mom yeah. or your date and kind of be the leader of that. Yes, totally. How did so it work out? It went, it went well. We um, had a great time. It was really cute because at the beginning, you could tell he was pretty rigid and like trying to pay attention to all the right things and the rules and stuff. And so he was a little bit quiet and he sat more still in the seat in the car than I've ever seen him. Which is pretty much how a first date goes when you <laughs> yeah, get to high school or college. So. I guess Awkward, that's true. quieter. Yeah, wait for the girl to pick you up. <laughs> in her minivan. <laughs> So it was really sweet. We um, got to the movie theater and he opened the door for me. So sweet. One of the fun things that I think that I want parents to hear today is that it's not going to go perfectly. They're not going to do it right. And it's good to ask your kids, do you want me to give you advice or do you want to just give this a shot? And so that's some of what the first interaction was. Like he held the door open and I said, thank you. And I was like, I can see that you're really working. Like, thank you. I appreciate it. And he got a big grin. And then we went to get the tickets and he didn't like initiate the conversation, which is hard when it's your mom, right? But the woman looked at me and I was like, go ahead, you know, son, you're, you're up, you know, lead the way. And he didn't really know what to do. So I took over, it didn't take over, but just like prompted sort of getting the tickets. So then when we got through the ticket line, we stopped and I was like, hey, you did a really good job. So do you mind if I give you a pointer? And he was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, when you're out with a, a real girl, not your mom, you're going to want to take... <laughs> I'm going to be a real girl someday. Right. You're going to want to take initiative and like let her know, you know what your plan is and like sort of take the lead or at least give your body movement, let your body language say that you're going to move forward in something. Because otherwise the girl doesn't really know and it just makes it awkward. And it'll be much less awkward if you just like make some move, any move, even if it's like, oh gosh, I don't know what to do here. Hold on, you know, say something. So that was really great. So then we got to the candy uh, and he was so excited to buy candy for himself. But first he was like, can I get you any popcorn? And I was like, that would be great. Actually, I think I'm just going to get a drink. And he was like, okay, I'll get some candy, but I'll share it with you. And he was really like mm-hmm. trying to verbalize in a place that was really unnatural for him. Yeah. Um, but I was really proud of him. And then the lady behind the counter um, like looked to me to pay, which is normal because I'm the adult. I should be paying, sure. right? But I looked at her and I was like, hey, he's taking me on a date. We're just practicing. Will you help us along? Like while he's going to get his stuff. So he didn't yeah. hear me. Um, and so she like kind of winked and like played along. And it was helpful for him to feel um, sort of like spreading his wings, you know? Yeah. So he was great. He opened the door to the movie theater. The best part though is that we got into the movie theater and they're like recri- reclining seats. He like snuggles up, you know, and he's pretty rigid again at the front end. And then we get like an hour into the movie and he is laying on his side in the recliner and farting on me. Like, I, it was so funny. Would you say that's the best part? <laughs> it was really funny. So we got a little it work was to so do. Funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. Can I tell you about farting? Another story about farting? Yes. Okay. Anytime so- you want. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna come back to date night, but we had to do a video where one of our sons had an assignment for class where he had to do a workout for us, and so we had to be videoed with him leading this so he could turn it in as an assignment to his teacher. To his teachers. To his teachers. So we're doing this 
workout, and we do an exceptionally long plank. And I couldn't hold it in. I farted on camera. And you know, once one goes, then several go. First of all, you weren't on camera. No. Me and two of the children were. So it looked like you farted. I was trying my hardest not to laugh, so it didn't look like me. Second, we were six seconds into that plank. I mean, it was just like a new position for my body. And so... It was unbelievable. <laughs> so we had to like, so he turned it in. And then the other night I was like doing a phone check with him and we were looking at some of the pictures and I was like, oh, here's the video. I didn't really remember like thinking anything of it. And then I realized, oh, I wonder if you can even hear it. Thinking, surely you can't. Surely li- he wouldn't little, turn it in. A little in. toot in the back. Yeah, look at that. No. It's a tiny. Nope. <laughs> no, it was definitely a foghorn. <laughs> four. Four of them. Four. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, did you turn this in? And he looked at me like, yeah, why wouldn't I? I was like, oh, crap. It's because your mom's farting. <laughs> did you mute it? No. Why no. would I? <laughs> yeah, you didn't put a soundtrack to cover it up. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, some good times. Good times. Yeah. Anyway, so. It sounded that, a little bit like Froggy in the background. <laughs> what does Froggy sound like, David? I can't do Froggy. I'm horse or whatever. <laughs> I forget what animal I am. <laughs> From last week. Yeah, I think I was horse oh, Froggy. Oh, yeah. So funny. So that was a little bit of a tangent. It was about farting. I mean, we ended up farting. I did not end up farting in the middle of the movie, but... One of our sons ended up just like curling up and letting them rip through the whole thing. And then we left and it was like more normal. And then we did recap like at the end. I was like, so how do you close it out? Like everyone thinks about how to open up a date or right. everyone thinks also about like giving a speech on the front end, but nobody thinks about how to close it out well. And so I was like, what do you think? And uh, he's like, well, I mean, we just get out of the car, right? <laughs> And I was like, yeah. We live together. <laughs> yeah, like we're going to the same place. And the, it was a good opportunity to be like, this is where you walk her to the door, you know, make sure she gets in okay and thank her for a nice time and then walk away. I, did, I was like, oh, we're not going to talk about kissing. We're not going to talk about any of that. We're just going to say thank you and then walk away. Handshake. <laughs> Handshake. Nice to see you. <laughs> Thanks for working on the farm. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's great. It was really fun. Here's what I think is great about this is um, a couple of things. So one, whether you have sons or daughters, it's a fun one-on-one time, like parent and child, uh, which especially when you have three kids for us and some of you listening may have more, uh, just doesn't happen that often. Yeah. Where you just, you and one of our kids or me and one of our kids are just kind of hanging out um, for an extended period of time. And yeah. so it's nice to have that time. It's nice to get to do something uh, that maybe they're really interested in. Like he was very excited about this particular movie. Um, and so it was kind of his idea. Uh, so I think there's that piece and just the conversations you can have. Obviously going to a movie, you talk less, but you've done this as more of a dinner thing before. And as they get older, they can come up with other ideas. Like mm-hmm. let's go hit golf balls or let's go bowling or wh- whatever it is. Um, and, and then I do think, 
just some of those little things, at least for our sons, to practice holding a door open, you know, practice like setting a time. I will pick you up at X time or I will meet you at whatever time yeah, and you will like, pick me up. <laughs> like teaching them how to lead the way at least a tiny bit so yeah. that it's not totally awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so I think those are great. And then getting in the habit of buying someone else's meal or popcorn in this case. Yeah. Um, and taking the lead on that is also kind of a fun thing for them to figure out. And I think puts them a little bit ahead when they get Whenever they get to dating, whether it's in high school or later. Yeah. Um, you know, or middle school Ugh. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, um, I it's agree. a fun tradition that is good and would be good to continue to practice and opens up opportunities for interesting conversations. Yeah, and I think that if you have, um, like, I think it's really helpful for you to be set up. Like, there's an event that you're planning for and you need to speak into your son in order for it to be successful. Right. Like. Like, you were imperative in that to teach him how that's done with really low stakes because it's me. And you can tell him, like, here's how mom likes to be treated or here's how girls in general do. Mm -hmm. And I think vice versa. It's a great opportunity for a mom to say, dear daughter, this is how it feels to, like, receive something really well. Here's how you're gracious and here's how you offer to pay and, you know, like, Mm -hmm. without it being weird. So I think that having a partnership in that is really special. And good. I agree. <laughs> good job. Uh, not to put you on the spot, but how would you think of it differently if we did actually have a daughter? Like this concept. Because I've not given it a lot of thought. Yeah. Because we don't have a daughter. Um, but yeah. I'm interested well, if you have as a daughter. Yeah. I think that the one thing that I um, learned as I got older and would teach a daughter is how to receive well. Like mm-hmm. how to not have to control a situation or um, have to sort of like one up the boy or show that I'm like cool, you know, like, but just like climbing on a public art piece (laughs) until you stumble (laughs) and my glasses fall off. And were they real glasses, David, when we went on our first date? I don't even think they had lenses. No, they they didn't have lenses. That's why I scrambled to go get them when they fell off my head after I fell off the art piece because I didn't want you to know I was a fraud. So I'm not going to tell the whole story, but just context since we're telling inside jokes on a podcast (laughs) is on our first date uh you sort of were like climbing on this metal sculpture yes that was reasonably climbable without using your hands even it was like like a slant and then you sort of stumbled at one point and fell off and your glasses did fall off and I didn't know at the time but you were just wearing glasses to look smarter (laughs) they weren't real I have this blonde hair that is real and can signal airplanes and makes me look dumb as anything. So I had to wear glasses because I thought you were smart. Um, you were wrong. I'm not that smart. <laughs> but I figured out you were very smart, and that was very sneaky. That's, that's really nice. So I think that's what I would tell a daughter is, like, you don't have to be anything. You don't have to, like, make him feel okay or make things smooth over. Like, just be really gracious and receive exactly where both of you are at. Yeah. I think that's what I would try to teach her. Yep. And, and I, to be and to have the strength to say what you really want and right. expect that that to can can happen, you right. know? Yeah, like if you don't want candy, just say I don't want candy, I want popcorn yeah. or whatever. Yeah, right? just how to do that really graciously and gently yeah. um without having the pressure of like carrying the man's feelings. Yep. So a couple of things that we can work on. One, maybe having teach- a girl Teach well. No. <laughs> That's another topic for another day. 
um, is teaching a little bit more about when and when not to fart. <laughs> that seems good. I'm probably not the one to teach that. <laughs> Nor am I, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, well, and the second thing is I do think, especially when you're younger and dating, for a boy to take the initiative, but then also to give some, like, options. Yeah. So I think that's a really good way with a girl to not, like, say, we're going to do these five things, but also not be like, oh, I don't know, I didn't plan anything. Right. But to say, hey, I have two ideas, or do you like Mexican, or do you like Italian, or, you know, something like that that gives her some autonomy and some say of, like, this is actually what I really like Yeah. Um, in this. Uh, but teaching our boys how to lead into that and say, okay, these two ideas, which would you prefer? Yeah, and I wanted to say that, like, I do think that there are natural gender roles when you're dating. It's okay to teach both. Like, I think that the person who asks the other one out should be the one with a plan. Right. Right? So it's not necessarily the boy. It has traditionally been the boy. But if you ask someone out, and I would teach this to a daughter as well, if you've asked a boy out and he said yes with exclamation points, then you have, then you have a job to plan something and take the initiative in that. Anyway, that's all. Host it, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Host and I think that's a thing to teach both boys and girls is how to host a conversation. Uh-huh. We've, we've talked about this before, I believe, but you know how to ask good questions, how to answer good questions, how to connect, how to find connection points on, oh, you did that, I've done something similar, or what have you. Right. Tell, you know, so that sort of skill set. Or just set. pick one word that they just said and say, tell me more about blank. You know, like fill in the blank. Anyway, yeah, I agree. Yes, do tell me more about blank, <laughs> Rachel. Actually. Know. That wasn't a real blank. All right, Rachel, this has been good. Yeah. Encourage your kids to take you on dates. It's really fun, I think, for both parties and educational, purposeful, all at the same time. There you go. Let's go to the uh, stat of the week. Stat of the week. All right, so we're talking about dating. So hey, I got you forgot. Hey, Rach. Hey, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I did forget. We're out of rhythm. All right. Why don't you, you do the hey, Rach, and I'll do the hey, Dave this hey, time. Rach. Hey, Rach. Hey, Dave. It's froggy. Ribbit. Hey, Rach. Hey, Dave. All right, Rach. That's how I do there it. There we go. That's it. Man, off tonight, huh? <laughs> All right. Uh, I just snorted. <laughs> <laughs> so... according to eHarmony.com, which is not a completely unbiased source, but they have some interesting stats. 40% of Americans use online dating. So we've been talking about dating tonight, taking our kids on dates, teaching them how to do dates. Um, So I'm going to ask you a few questions about online dating. Okay. Um, So 40% of Americans at some point, it says here that about a fourth, maybe 27% of young adults have reported using online dating sites which is up from about 10% about eight years ago. Anyway, that's just interesting interlude. Interlude? Prelude. Intr- prelude. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Pre. Post Malone. Um, what percentage <laughs> of people do you think lie on their online dating profile? And I will caveat, I think this is self-reported, so it's going to be lower than you think. Cause oh, okay. In so reality, it's probably 75%. They're probably lying about that too. <laughs> exactly. Um. I'm going to say, well, you just gave me a clue. I'm going to say, let's say 65%. Uh, still higher than uh, what they say, 53%. Lie on their dating app. Yes. And I thought this was interesting. So 20% of women admitted to doing something 
What do you, which is not technically a lie. What do you think that thing is? Doing something? On their profile. Um, I have no idea. I have so no idea. they don't idea. write a lie, but they show a lie. Oh, they use an older picture of themselves. That's exactly or like right. A different body or something like that. No, 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 no. They just use an older photo, so when they were younger and or thinner. Um, yeah, I would totally use my cover shot from when I was thirty six. <laughs> that was that was a good year. Did you, growing up, did you ever think, man, thirty six will be when I was young? <laughs> no, it doesn't get sadder no. than that. And even, even on my business card and like my profile, I still have a picture of myself when I was thirty six. And then people meet me and they're like, "Huh, interesting." That's not true. <laughs> Several people have told you that you look too young to have kids as old as you do. There, that's nice. Yes. Yes. Nice. And none of them were your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so that's nice. That's nice. They're real people. Yeah. Uh, 40%. Wait, hold on. Would you lie on a dating app? Um, well, so I was just going to I don't think so. I would use a flattering picture. Yeah. Um, but probably, I mean, not more than a couple of years old. If you were to lie, what would you lie about? Well, I'll tell you what they said. 40% of men said they lied about their jobs in an effort to sound more successful. Ah, uh, yes. Um, that's probably where I would be prone to lie on some sort of measurement that look, made me look more successful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess if I did it right now, I would have to lie about having a wife. So There is that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I haven't really given this a lot of thought because I'm not dating online. Or maybe I should download Hinge and see. <laughs> I'm barely dating in person with you <laughs> during the pandemic, but we're working on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I haven't given it any thought. Yeah. So you'd use an older picture, though? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'd probably either go older picture or something silly, you know? Something silly? Yeah, like if I'm not going to be... 36 in my picture anymore, then I should funny be and funny. 40. Yeah, funny and 40. There we go. 40 something, whatever. Um, 22% of online daters ask friends to help create their profile. Uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Low. It's a little higher for women, which doesn't surprise me. It's like 30% of women, 15%. We're, we're a social creature. You are. Do you know what the most, uh, like, which dating app has the largest market share globally? Um, eHarmony? Uh, no. Bumble. Uh, no, neither of those are in like the top. Hinge. Oh, Bumble's uh, number four. Hinge, nope. Match. Hinge is six or seven. Uh, Tinder is number one globally. Oh, interesting. Something called Badoo, which is not very popular here in the U.S., um, but is big outside of the U.S., is um, number two. And then Tantan or Tantan, which is um, a Chinese site, or at least it's operated by a Chinese company. I don't know if it's available in other cities or countries. Then Bumble, then Match. Plenty of fish, which I didn't never heard of, and then Hinge. Interesting. Yes, um, but Tinder is actually owned by the same people who own Match. Like they own a bunch, a bunch of different sites. Huh. Just as an FYI, if, in case you cared. In 2020, three billion dollars is what global dating app revenue was. Whew. Three billion, which is essentially double from like 2015. Wow. That's all I got on that, Rach. That's interesting. So we didn't we met sort of before that craze. There was yeah. there was a little bit of online dating in the early early two thousands, but not a lot of it. Yeah. I don't know that I'd be good at. It. Uh no. So if you could I'd be not terrible leave at me, it, I would appreciate it. <laughs> Done. 
I'll Done. stick around. Another year. Sign <laughs> me up. <laughs> Another, sign that lease. All right, this has been good. Yes. Thanks for taking our sons on dates and teaching oh. them how to be young men. Thank you for teaching them how to treat a lady like their mother. <laughs> and thanks for working on the farm. Thank you for working on the farm. Check ya. Yeah.